0: What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I want to give a few thoughts right now uh, regarding preparing new employees for success in a probationary period. Um, Number one, and I know this is a really bold, yeah, this is a bold statement. Um, I don't even know at a psychology level if if I agree with the probationary period. Like, let me let me just get something off my chest here. and this could be for future employers. This can be for my current partners and any clients and and uh, employees and leaders of those partners. This could just be for the macro world of employee experience and and, and folks in the world of workspace. Um, a lot of the things that I do, and frankly my strength is unpacking human behavior and psychology and taking that incredibly seriously. And I paused there for, for a serious moment there for a reason, right? I think psychology is underrated. I think psychology and, 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 and jumping yourself, utilizing strategic empathy to how the psychology will be after the tactic or how the psychology will be during the experience of whatever tactic you're applying, I think many leaders are not utilizing that. I think many leaders are ignoring human behavior, are ignore, ignoring human tendencies, are ignoring the general landscape of how anyone would experience something in life, period, as a human. And I think we're getting very robotic with our behaviors as practitioners and leaders inside of orgs. I think that's been true across the, the board. And I think it's still true even t- today in a 2022 world almost, even though. It looks like we are trying to be more inclusive. Let me explain. The fact that you even have a probationary period, I understand why you have that. You got to, you know, as an organization, you want to feel out this person. You want to understand if they're going to be the right fit. There's certain KPIs and OKRs that you're kind of keeping track of if this was the right decision. You want to use that data to impact how you are looking at your recruiting teams. And if they're doing a great job, you want to use that data to look at your managers. You want to look at that data to um, look at, again, all data connected to hiring. I get it. But here's psychology for a minute. When you raise a child, does it behoove you to say to the child over and over and over again, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. If you don't get good grades in school, if you don't do X, you know, threatening, that's threatening, right? Does it behoove you to threaten? Or does it behoove you to understand who they are, talk about the rewards of great work, and make it more pleasant experience? I think we all would agree the latter. So just off the bat here, like like straight off from the beginning. When we even think about, when when an employee hears I'm going to be on a probationary period for 90 days, that creates a cringe moment in the mind. David Rock's done some great research on this. That creates a threat response immediately. You don't know if that employee at age 21, age 26, age 32 had an issue where they were fired in that probationary period for whatever reason. And that hurt them a lot because they felt they, they, they weren't deserved to be fired. They felt they, they weren't given a fair shot. And that memory is enlarged and, and ingrained in their overall subconscious in their memory banks. So the second you make that statement that this will be a probationary period, you know what that does? They are now jumping all the way back at a real moment. And there's data in the neuroscience world that can prove this. They are now physically experiencing it, even though it's seven years later, what it felt like To be removed during a probationary period. Now they're scared. Now they're worried. Now they're hypersensitive. Now every decision. Every moment. Every question. Every tactic. They're going to be a little bit nervous. Now I know what you're saying. Well we can't assume anyone's had these issues. We can't assume X, Y, and Z. And I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But what you could do. And what you can do. Utilize psychology. Make assumptions that the folks that you are putting on this quote-unquote probationary period could have gone through something like that. Some folks naturally that maybe didn't have a bad experience in any probationary periods just have a natural heightened of, of anxiety. A natural heightened of fear. And it doesn't behoove the brand to say the fact, say to the employee you're going to be in the midst of a probationary period here. It does not behoove them. It doesn't behoove you as an organization. Because the folks that get very anxious around that statement, the folks that get very worried, the folks that get very uncomfortable, it's not going to make sense for anyone overall. It really is not. Because inevitably what's going to happen for those folks, and it could be one, it could be seven, it could be 15, it could be all of your new hires... The second you make that statement that this is a probationary period, again, they're going to be walking on eggshells and doing the bare minimums, not the F things up. And why would you want that avenue hire? So that's number one. Now let's get deeper into what happens during probationary periods and the psychology you can utilize. I think the very first thing is giving your employee time to respond and time to give you feedback as a leader around things that you may be noticing or things that they be they may be noticing that are brothers and sisters or ancillary pieces to why they're not being successful. And you creating a safe place for those ancillary reasons to hold truth. As you look through their performance, as you assess how they... Conducted executions in month one, two, three, four, five, however long your probationary period is. Give them time along the way through pulse meetings to tell you some of the ancillary variables that occurred around why they were not successful in those moments. And the psychology I want the managers to have, the psychology I want the heads of people that are teaching these managers how to have a psychology during the probationary period, is to lead with love, lead with empathy. Lead with assuming that what they're saying, there's something we need to dig in there. There's something that we need to unpack. Lead with, lead with practicality. Sorry about the cat there, guys. Because um, it's important to know these things. It's important to unpack these variables. It's important to show them that the advice that they're giving to you, that the data, the insight, the, the, the context that they're sharing with you is valid. And it's important that you show that it is valid and you're going to utilize that data thoughtfully. I think another uh, another fact here is, you know, giving the employee an opportunity to tell you what they need. Going back to my core 18. Why, when we're setting up probationary periods, why are we not going to our employees and saying, look. We're not going to call it a probationary period. You're not even saying that to them. Like literally, you change that policy internally. And you say, look, during the first six months here, we want you to fill out this thing called the Corey team. We want to facilitate it. We want to help you help us. What we mean by that is we want you to be successful here for your first three months. We wanna understand your workflow. We wanna understand where you wanna grow, where you wanna go career-wise. We want to understand the skills. We want to understand your gaps within the skills. We want to understand how you would like feedback. We want you to hold us accountable to all these 18 metrics that we're going to be kind of asking and going through with you. And when you say you want the employee to hold you accountable, I really mean it, guys. I really, really mean it. If you're going to tell an employee that you want that employee to hold you accountable, AKA your manager is accountable. I really, really mean it. Have the meetings, put out the surveys, build out. The, the the technology infrastructures where the employees can give tangible feedback around, hey, at this moment here in week seven and on Tuesday, they gave me feedback that made me really cringy and, and, I, and I didn't know how to react or I, I tried to reach out to them and gather some data and some insight on how to make a decision with one of the customers and they weren't available and they kind of gave me a really rude response and that's why the customer left or this, you know, whatever the, the, the makeup of their role is. Put them in the position of power to tell you as an organization all the things that you could be doing differently to support them. Start with that psychology makeup as you're building out what you're going to be doing process-wise during the probationary period. That's a psychology shift. The psychology shift is We're going to make sure we hold the employee accountable and we're going to sue because frankly, let me just call it what it is. The way most organizations are set up is we hope that you're going to have success, but we're also going to prepare ourselves for you not to be successful. And we're going to hold you really, really accountable. We're going to hold your feet to the fire for three months. Let's just call it what it is. Let's stop lying to ourselves. We're protecting the business. The psychology shift that I want you to have Build in processes, build in moments where you can push very aggressively to put the employee in a position of power and have them tell you what adjustments need to be made. Have them tell you how you can be more impactful to them as a manager and a leader. Guide them through that. Facilitate that. Collect data along the way around that. Organizations hold managers accountable to that. Discipline to that. Heads of people, hold your managers accountable. If you're looking at the data in the first two months of someone's um, probationary quote-unquote period and you're noticing that managers are directly ignoring and not reacting well to the autonomy request, the decision-making request, the space request, the workflow request, the exposure and skill development request, thus the employee is checking out. If you're noticing that these things are happening consistently because you're looking at the data, you're looking at the surveys, you're looking at the one-on-ones that you're having, make a fucking change. Say something to the manager. Do something. Keep that in mind as you analyze. Keep that in mind as you analyze why someone's not being successful. Keep that in mind as you analyze why someone's not being productive. Don't make a blanket statement that maybe this wasn't the right fit. Look at all the data. Look at all the moments where the manager didn't show up. The org didn't show up for them. Extend that quote-unquote probationary period. There's a lot that can happen. There's a lot that you can do. So as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives. I'll check in soon.